Podcasts, Episode 2. Podcasts is a weekly podcast created by Brookside students for students. Our goal is to inform our listeners about school updates and local, state, and world news. We feature personal interviews and opinion piece and arts and cultural topics. We hope you enjoy it. Thank you for all the support we received last week. We enjoyed hearing from all of you. A special thank you to one of our contributors, Aurora Holdaway. Our podcast will be continuing over the summer. You can find it on the Brookside School website, Facebook page, and Instagram page. Also, you can email Ms. Bragg at S-D-I-A-S-S-P-R-A-G-U-E at LUSD.net if you have any ideas, want to contribute to an episode, or want to vote on our debate topic. Now for this week's announcements. Greetings, podcasts. This is Roro with your weekly announcements. Just a reminder that school gets out on Thursday, May 28th. There is no school on Monday the 25th because of Memorial Day. Office hours are Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 10 to 2 next week. Memorial Day is about honoring all the men and women who died while serving our U.S. military. A fun fact about Memorial Day is that it was originally called Decoration Day. Also, don't forget to thank your teachers for all the hard work they are doing during these difficult times. If you have any library books or borrowed instruments, make sure they are turned in during the designated drop-off times. Just another reminder that Miss Jenna is available for a phone check-in or Google Meet. So make sure to email her at jhelgi at lesd.net to set up a date and time. She has a YouTube channel. If you can't find it, make sure to ask your teacher for the link. Miss Farrell's read-alongs on YouTube are great for summer reading. You can search Miss Farrell's read-alongs or you can ask your teachers to send you the link. Make sure to check your Google Classrooms or the platforms that your teachers use for communication for any updates about end-of-year pickups or drop-offs. Brookside will be having a spirit week for the last week of school. Here are the days if you want to participate. Tie-dye Tuesday, you can wear anything tie-dye. Wacky Wednesday, wear mismatched clothes and crazy hairstyles. Thursday is the last day of school, which is spirit day, so wear your bobcat blue. The following information is for 7th and 8th graders. Please return all borrowed ELA books to the school before the year is out. There will be a box labeled Sprague Book Return during the drop-off times for her 7th grade ELA students. If you're part of Mr. Coburn's history class, make sure to check the Google Classroom stream. One more big congratulations to our 8th graders moving on to high school. We are so proud of you. And now, the news. Hello, I'm Reed Murphy. And today, I'm going to share with you an interesting news report. Have any of you recently heard about our military? Well, due to the situation that we are in, the United States Department of Defense has decreased training exercises and other programs across the country. On the big aircraft carriers, warships, and submarines, many crew members have been quarantined on board. General James McConville, the Army Chief of Staff, said that the Army has closed the doors of many recruitment centers across the country and has decreased the amount of trainees by 50%. Secretary of Defense Mark Esper said during a press conference 
I want to assure that the American people, that the United States military remains ready and capable of meeting all of our national security requirements. In addition, the annual Memorial Day parade in Washington, D.C. has been canceled. Although things might be different this year, we from the podcast team want to wish you a happy three-day weekend and Memorial Day. Thank you. Tune in next week for another exciting news report. And now, our field report. Hi everyone, I'm Emma. Today I'll be interviewing two Brookside staff members who are telling us what we can do to stay busy this summer. Hope you enjoy! Hello everyone and welcome back to our weekly interviews. Today with us, we have two Brookside staff members. Welcome to the show, everyone, Mrs. Wagner and Mrs. Farrell. As I expect most of you know, Mrs. Farrell has been a longtime staff member at Brookside as our treasured librarian. And Mrs. Wagner is a fairly recent arrival to our school. She joined just this year as our 7th and 8th grade phys ed teacher. So, Ms. Farrell, how long have you been working at Brookside? I think it's been around 14 years. Wow. So, longer than you guys have been around, huh? (laughs) Indeed. Ms. Wagner, before you began working here, where did you transfer from? So I lived up in Washington, and I was raising my children and just staying home with them and homeschooling them for the last 15 years prior to moving back here. Before that, I actually worked in Lodi at a private school teaching PE and math. Wow, that's cool. And what do you two think of working here then? It's great. Oh, yeah, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Now I miss everybody. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourselves? I was born and raised in Stockton, California. My family traveled, and so we've lived in a number of states since then. I lived in Nevada, Tennessee, North Carolina, Washington, and now I am back in Stockton. I have four children, ages 15, 13, 11, and 9. That's awesome. Are you Miss Farrell? I grew up in the Valley, uh, went to college down in Long Beach. And lived in Southern California for a while and then moved back up here and had my kids. And they both went to Brookside School and graduated from Lincoln High School. And uh, let's see, so I started working at the school and my kids were actually going here. So it was, it was a wonderful gift. And my job's super special because I get to see the kids from kindergarten all the way through the end of eighth grade. So I really get to know them well. And we're super, super lucky to have such wonderful kids and families here. Have you two been keeping yourselves entertained during quarantine? My daughter and I have been posting quarantine stories every day since since we were quarantined. So we're on day 65 today, and we have a different story, and we try to do something new every day. So we've painted. I learned to juggle. Oh. I've always wanted to do, and I was like, well, we might as well do it. And we've done archery, different sports, baking stuff. So that's kind of how we've been staying active. What was today? Today was archery. So got the bow and arrow out, and we shot around a little bit. That's so cool. What have you guys been baking? Um, We did homemade pizza, which Mr. Ryan actually gave me the recipe for. That's so cool. And you, Miss Farrell? See, so I've also been baking. I've been making a lot of sourdough bread. And I've been, I started uh, helping out a group that's been sewing masks for people. So we've made um, masks and donated them to retirement homes, hospitals, oncology wards, places like that. So that's been really rewarding. Uh, I sculpt done a little bit of sailing, but not as much as we'd like. One of my sons is home during this pandemic, so I've been getting to spend time with my, my kids. That's really awesome. Did you two hear our podcast from last week? Yes. Yes. Awesome. Any advice for our upcoming episodes? 
No, I thought you guys did a great job, but I would say I have to agree, pineapple does belong <laughs> on pizza, if it's with pepperoni, not with the Canadian ham. Oh, that's hmm. an interesting twist. <laughs> Speaking of, since we're including our interviewees in our weekly debates, this week is a little deeper. Can money buy happiness? What do you guys think? I don't believe money can buy happiness. Some people are just not content with things no matter how much they buy. So I think you have to learn to find, what, you know, an inner happiness and contentment. Some wise counseling. What do you think? I agree with that completely. Um, I think it's hard to be happy with no money at all, um, just as far as meeting your basic needs, surrounding yourself with people that you care for, and caring for people, helping people will make you a lot happier than having a lot of money. Reading and exercising are kind of must-haves in our lives, despite being stuck at home. And we were wondering if you two had any advice for students. For example, what could we be doing this summer? So my advice to stay physically active is, first of all, finding something that you love to do. So if it's dancing, walking your dog, swimming, jump rope, hopscotch, or playing a sport, finding something that you enjoy doing because you're more likely to continue doing it. Set a goal maybe for yourself, you know, whether it's 20 or 30 minutes of doing that activity. Um, just to stay active, it helps your mind, your whole health, right? Your mind and body, schedule it in your time. If you have an iPhone, there's a calendar and you can set goals for yourself there and it will remind you to you know, be active. Find something that you love to do. I think that is a good motivating force. How many hours of exercise should we be getting a week at our age? 60 minutes a day is what they want you to strive for. So that's a good goal. It's hard to get there sometimes. Definitely a minimum 20 to 30 minutes a day, you know, but it should probably be more like 60. (laughs) What do you think we should be doing this summer, Ms. Farrell? I think exercise is great for you. And we've been seeing so many people out walking. I've actually run into a lot of students, which has been really fun. As far as reading goes, um, talk to your friends about books that they've enjoyed. Maybe trade books is something really nice to do. And, and that's a good way of getting recommendations for good books. You can also contact the local library. There are so many ebooks that are available now. So if you have a library card, you can actually be checking out books online and be able to read them on the computers. So that's that's a great resource that I don't know that everybody takes advantage of. My YouTube. <laughs> there's some books there, but there's about 10 picture books so far. There's uh, YouTube. There's other people reading books aloud, too. So especially for people who are not reading really complex books, there's a lot of books out there that you can listen to and see, which is really nice. Do you have any recommendation must-reads for anyone listening? Gosh, it's so hard because everyone has so many different interests. The California Young Reader books this year were um, The Detective's Assistant. The War I Find One and The Losers Club. And for the older readers, it was It Ain't So Awful Falafel, <laughs> Refugee, and When Friendship Followed Me Home. Classics like Harry Potter, and um, a lot of kids enjoy books from Andrew Clements. There's just so many. Lots of choices. No excuse not to be reading either. All right. Well, thanks so much for your time. It was so nice talking to you two, and I'm sure our listeners think so too. Thanks so much. It was a lot of fun. Stay active and have a great summer. All right, well, thanks so much to our interviewees for their time. Remember, everyone, only one week of school left. We can do this. Bye! Did you hear the joke about the germ? Never mind. I don't want to spread it around. (laughs) Podcast episode two. And now, pause for thought.
Welcome to this week's Pause for Thought, where two students face off on opposite sides of a topic. Today's participants have been assigned a side of the argument to defend, so what they argue in our debate may not align with their own personal opinions. Last week's thoughtful question was, does pineapple belong on pizza? Thank you to those of you who wrote in about this important issue. In a recent poll of Brickside students, 40% enjoyed pineapple on pizza, and 30% said that they did not like pineapple on pizza. 20% of the students said they were neutral on this topic, and one student had never tried it. This week's Pause for Thought focuses on the question, can money buy happiness? Many people have strong opinions on this topic. This week, we have two participants for each side of our debate. Garrett and Alden are convinced that money cannot buy happiness, while Cal and Ayel are sure it can. Hello, my name is Garrett, and as you might know already, the prompt is, can money buy happiness? And to that prompt, I say no. And the reasons why I'm saying no to this prompt are mainly based on how much money you have. So let's say you're a wealthy person and you are contemplating about spending your money. You're going to buy more things, and the more things you have, the least you're going to use them to all of their ability. But let's say you're now financially struggling, and you buy one shirt, and that's your only shirt. You're going to get more use out of that one shirt rather than having 10 shirts and using each. And I'm not encouraging you to wear the same shirt every day. Please, stay clean and sanitary. And well, that's really all I have for this argument, and remember to stay safe in quarantine. I agree with Garrett. Many people argue that having a lot of things can make you happy. But when you have a lot of things, you use each item less and therefore get less gratification from the things you buy. As the famous Beatles, John Lennon and Paul McCartney once said, can't buy me love. Money does not buy happiness. Yay! Hi, my name is Cal, and I believe money can buy you happiness. Money can put food on your table and a roof over your head. It also gives you the ability to purchase items that can make you happy. So true, Cal. Hi everyone, my name is Ayel and I'm going to debate why money can buy happiness. Money can buy happiness because spending money on things that you want is scientifically proven to make you happy. According to a study from the University of Nebraska, giving money to people like your siblings, cousins, or someone who needs it makes you happy. Most people think that spending money on themselves would make them happier than spending on other people. But other people say that spending money on other people's needs gives them joy. According to Michigan State University, the older you are, the more happier and more content in life you are. 70% of those aged 70 and older are completely or very satisfied with their lives, while only 53% of those in their 40s and 50s reported at the same level of life satisfaction. The answer to this debate question depends on how you interpret it. In conclusion, I think money can buy happiness, but not for long. Great job, participants. Do you have an opinion about this? Do you have an idea for a pause for thought debate? Write in and let us know. Hello, I'm Jasmine Bajaj. Welcome back to our Arts and Culture Corner. This week, we're going to be reading a story called Toy Story, Woody's Aqua Adventure by Walt Disney Company. I really hope you enjoy listening to this story. Let's start reading. It was a hot summer day. The toys were keeping themselves busy while they waited for Annie to come home from camp. Suddenly, Ham heard a noise on the baby monitor. He's coming! He's coming! 
Everyone back to your positions, Pam said. The aquarium was so great, Andy shouted, bursting in his room. It had the coolest sharks. Hey, where's Ham? Andy looked around the room. Finally, he spotted his piggy bank. There you are, he said. You wouldn't believe the treasure I got today. You keep it safe while I'm gone, Andy said, and ran out of the room. Woody couldn't believe it. He was the one Andy always told his secrets to. Why was Andy asking Ham to hold his treasures? Come on, Ham, Woody said. That didn't sound like any old coin. Show us what Andy gave you. But Ham was enjoying sharing the secret with Andy for once. Ignoring Woody's question, he pointed to something that had fallen out of Andy's bag. It must be an underwater treasure map, he said. Hey, Woody, do you know any pirate stories? Woody knew Ham was trying to distract him, but he loved making up stories. You betcha, he answered. Why, there was this one time Bullseye and I were on a mission to find a sunken treasure ship? That's right, Buzz Lightyear jumped in. We were hunting the dreaded pirate pork chop. We had to stop him before he stole the ship's treasure. There we were, Woody continued. We had searched everywhere, but there was still no sign of the ship or pirate pork chop. We were about to head back to our ship when suddenly a single gold coin drifted down and landed in front of us. The coin could have only come from one place, the underbelly of Pirate Porkchop. There he is, Buzz shouted. Let's get him, partner. I cried. Buzz and I hopped into Bullseye and we took off. Pirate Porkchop was ready for us. He jumped into the speedboat and raced away. You'll never catch me, Sheriff, he cried. But Porkchop wasn't the only one with tricks up his sleeve. Buzz flipped open his wrist communicator. Buzz Lightyear to mission control, he said. Porkchop has been spotted. We need backup. Lightyear, before Buzz could finish his message, tentacles grabbed us from below. We were trapped! Suddenly we heard a laugh above us. It was Pirate Porkchop. I told you you'd never catch me. Don't you love my little monster? He's so helpful in removing pesky sheriffs. Just then, I heard the sound of another boat. Yahoo! A voice cried. It was Jessie the cowgirl, and she brought her own sea monster to help her out. Backup had arrived. Just try to get away from me, Porkchop, Jessie called. I'll hogtie you faster than a steer can blink. Pirate Porkchop began to laugh, but he was no match for us. Sea monster Rex attacked Porkchop's monster, who lost grip on us. Free at last, I pulled up my water lasso and swung it around Porkchop. Gotcha, I shouted. Buzz, Jesse, and I hauled up Porkchop onto our boat and retrieved the treasure he had stolen. Our mission was a success, but more importantly, the seas would now be safe from the evil pirate. It was a great story, Woody, Jesse said. But Ham, what treasure did Andy bring home from the aquarium? Ham chuckles and popped out his cork. Out fell Andy's treasure. Sand dollars, Woody said. I guess Andy was right. You were the best to hold his treasure after all. The end. Don't forget to check out the link that should be attached to the Disney Family website to see some fun Toy Story crafts and recipe ideas. You can even make a Woody Paper Marinette or Toy Story Veggie Pizza Planet. And there are many other fun crafts and recipe ideas that are Toy Story themed. I hope you have fun trying these out with your families. And now, some weekly inspiration from Ryan Bender and Dr. Seuss of The Places You'll Go. 
The Places You'll Go by Dr. Seuss. Congratulations, today is your day. You're off to great places, you're up and away. You have brains in your head, you have feet in your shoes. You can steer yourself any direction you choose. You're on your own and you know what you know and you are the one who decide where to go. We'll look up and down street, look them over with care. About some you'll say, I don't wish to go there. And with your head full of brains and your shoes full of feet, you're too smart to go down a not so good street. And you may not find, and you'll want to go down. In that case, of course, you'll head straight out of town. It's opener there in the wide open air. Out there things happen and frequently do to people as brainy and footsy as you. And when things start to happen, don't worry, don't stew. Just go right along, you'll start happening too. A special thank you to our podcast team, this week's interviewees and guest contributors, Ms. Bender, our principal, and the Brookside staff for their support, along with Keith Sprague and John Gillick for technical training and guidance. One more special thank you to our PTSA for working so hard this year. And to all the essential workers, parents, students, teachers, and anybody else for doing their absolute best during these difficult times. Tune in next week for podcast episode three. Our theme is graduation. We will be interviewing departing 8th graders and teachers and sharing fun facts about graduation traditions and world records. We also have some special surprises for our graduating kindergartners and first graders. Brookside Spirit Bobcat Pride in our hearts we do a bite from kindergarten to promotional day. Here we Bobcats want to stay. Go Bobcats! Podcasts, Episode 2.